Welcome to OOD Works, the podcast, a show about unique individuals and the services provided by Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, the state agency that helps individuals with disabilities find a job and be more independent. Here's your host, Kim Jump. Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, Division of Disability Determination, in agreement with the Social Security Administration, determines medical eligibility for Ohioans who apply for Social Security disability benefits. The division is federally regulated and receives 100% of its funding from the Social Security Administration. Under the administration, disability is based on an individual's inability to work. In this episode of OOD Works, I am joined by leadership from the Division of Disability Determination. Listen to hear from Rhonda Tanner, Deputy Director, along with Tom Melfo, Teresa Gray, and Darren McCoy, Assistant Deputy Directors, to understand how the division serves Ohioans with disabilities. Rhonda, what is the Division of Disability Determination at OOD? The Division of Disability Determination is the uh, part of our agency that processes the, so- the Social Security disability claims for the state of Ohio. So all cases start at a local Social Security office, and then they're transferred to our division, um, and we process those disability cases. You know, DDD has sort of a unique um, role in our organization, and we always talk about it as like a continuum of services. So if I'm working somewhere or if I have an inability to work, um, people need assistance right away, whether that's financial or medical. And so that's what our division does. We process those disability cases to give someone sort of a lifeline mm-hmm. until they could perhaps get assistance by our vocational rehabilitation program. In anyone's life, you have something that interrupts it and you no longer have the ability to, you know, pay for your, your mortgage or, your health care or whatever it might be. So in those particular moments, we do see timeliness as a factor, the accuracy as a factor in turning a decision around for someone quickly so that they do not have, uh, you know, essentially a financial crush uh, upon their lives. So I think our staff do a good job sort of understanding the sense of urgency that people need to get a decision quickly on their cases. The Social Security Administration has continued to improve the uh, electronic uh, case processing system so that things come into us faster than, you know, regular mail Mm -hmm. and records can be submitted uh, at times directly from hospital uh, associations directly to us utilizing various barcode technology, and it gets right to a case quickly. And all of those things certainly have an impact on mm-hmm. the ability to turn around a decision quickly and, uh, you know, keep some progress going for an individual with disabilities. The importance of simply having that decision for an individual to know what they need to pursue next. Right. And that's, that is another piece of it. I mean, certainly not every single case that comes to us is in a, is going to be an allowance, but uh, based on various programs, people need decisions and be able to show that a decision has been made by Social Security Disability in order for them to be eligible for other programs. So that's a big part of, uh, we see that as service to those uh, that are coming to our doors as well. Mm-hmm. Explain 
the state and federal partnership because OOD is a state agency. Social Security is clearly federal. How does that work? Yeah, so it is and can be sometimes confusing because we are state workers that are working with a 100% federally funded program. So the federal government, that being the Social Security Administration, funds our division of disability um, to process the Social Security disability claims according to their guidelines. So everything within our division, we're expected to follow the regulations and the guidelines mm-hmm. set forth by SSA. Some of the responsibilities that SSA has for us is oversight of the program, mm-hmm. um, this disability program. They provide training materials that our staff utilize uh, at times, and uh, they work with us on various reports uh, expense reports that we kind of work back and forth with uh, SSA directly on. Our responsibilities um, as it relates to this program is to provide the management oversight of everything that goes on within the disability program. We've got, again, as I said, have to follow all their regulations, but certainly every um, disability determination services um across the country. And that's what they're referred to within the federal system. Mm-hmm. Um, they're DDSs. Now here in Ohio, uh, because of our organization, we're uh, the Division of Disability, but in the federal language, we're DDS. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we follow all the rules uh, as governed by SSA. One of our big responsibilities, and quite honestly, the main responsibility is to provide timely and accurate disability determinations. We have to um, submit reports of expenditures. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure and ensure um, pro- that we protect the integrity of the medical information that we that's entrusted to mm-hmm. us. Um, so there's quite a bit of just sort of um, oversight that we're we're permitted to hire uh, staff uh, accordingly to what we feel our business needs are. But again, SSA determines when we are funded for those hires. So I can't just go out and say, I need this uh, examiner to do this job or this adjudicator to do this job. I've got to have the approval of the federal government before I can even post a job. Um, although I can say we can say what and how we're going to operate, uh, it's all within the framework set up by SSA. How does the Social Security Administration define disability? Yes, that that's an interesting question. A lot of people have that. And I think um, to Rhonda's point, it gives an idea of, you know, the dire nature of a person's situation when they file. Um, Social Security uh, defines disability as the inability to engage in any sort of substantial gainful activity by reason of any medical determinable physical or mental impairment or combination of impairments, Mm -hmm. which either can be expected to last for a continuous period of 12 months or is expected to result in death. To be eligible for disability benefits, a person must be unable to engage in what's called substantial gainful activity, SGA. Can you tell us about that? Substantial gainful activity is how we love our acronyms. 
Um, and it's basically defined by the Social Security Administration on a yearly basis. They evaluate how much a person can earn through their work activities. So for um, 2020, this year, uh, it's differentiated between blind and non-blind uh, people that are working. Uh, for a blind individual, the SGA amount, substantial gainful activity, is $2,110. And for non-blind, it's 1260 So again, it depends on what year we're looking at because because they reevaluate it every year. What is the process for applying for Social Security disability benefits? So when a person... Um, needs to apply for benefits. Uh, the Social Security Administration tries to make it as easy as possible and gives them uh, various avenues to try. So whatever they're comfortable with. You can call the 1-800 number. It is 1-800-772-1213. Um, you can make an appointment that way. You can actually go into a local Social Security office that is closest to you first making an appointment with them. But there are also ways to apply online. Mm -hmm. um, what we recommend whenever a person is starting this process is to talk with their doctor uh, and get as many medical records as they can, but then go to ssa.gov to get the specific information that they will need to apply for their benefits. How long does the application process typically take? Well, that's, that's kind of a difficult question to ask because every claim is adjudicated individually. When a person applies for, for disability benefits through Social Security Administration, they first go into the local office. The local office makes um, some technical decisions for um, eligibility requirements, and then they send the claim to our office, what we refer to as the DDS. Our office makes the medical determination. And then once we make that recommendation, it goes back to the local Social Security office for the actual final decision to adjudicate the claim and make sure that they do meet all the technical eligibility requirements. So some claims come into our office and they already have the medical records and it can be a very quick decision. Other times... Um, it's more complicated, and we need to reach out to the medical professionals and get those medical records ourselves. So I can tell you that, you know, if I'm an individual waiting for my decision, I don't really care what office it's in. Mm -hmm. It's the total time that I have to wait. Mm -hmm. So in Ohio, at this point, a typical claim is taking about 115 days. Our portion at the DDS for the medical decision is around 80 to 85 days. Darren, what is a quick disability determination? A quick disability determination is an expedited claim process that's in place to help reduce the decision times for disability applicants who have the most severe disabilities. There are actually a couple of ways the processes work. One is the quick disability determination process, which uses a computer model that helps analyze data within the electronic file to look for potential individuals who would have um, cases that we could get evidence quickly and that the individual would be found disabled. The other process is our compassionate allowance, and this looks at specific disabilities that would be felt to be so severe that that individual would meet the disability criteria. There are over 100 different um, compassionate allowance criteria mm. out there at this point. For a quick determination, how long does that typically take DDD? 
on average, a quick disability determination case can, we can make the medical decision within the DDS within about 15 days. And that's because oftentimes these come in with medical evidence? Correct. A lot of times the cases will already have evidence in file. And also the medical sources that we write to in these cases we have relationships with that they know when we send these records what we're looking for because it is targeted as a compassionate allowance or a quick disability determination. So the response time from the medical providers is very quick if we have to request records. Tom, can you tell me about the staff we have at DDD, um, how many there are and the types of jobs that they do? Sure. We have nearly 500 people working at DDD. They're a great staff. The majority of them um, almost 300 of them are disabilities claims examiners, the ones who actually evaluate the cases and propose the medical decision. Otherwise, we have support staff, we had administrative staff, and we have supervisors. One of the groups that I didn't mention that's pretty significant aren't actually employees, but we contract with them, and that's about 76 medical consultants that um, have specialties either in various medical fields or psychological fields. How do we know if we're doing a good job with the claims that are received into DDD? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great question and something that uh, we kind of get from various individuals. But we certainly within our own organization have various um, evaluations, um, inline reviews for quality, um, supervisory reviews that are done as a result of, you know, inline uh, staff. But the, the real way that we are measured is by the federal government. SSA sets up uh, thresholds, targets that we're to achieve, and they outside of our organization are looking at the cases that we do, and they are evaluating uh, the quality of the work that we're doing, the timeliness of the service we're providing. So those are all measurements that are done by SSA. How would a person go about appealing a disability determination? If an individual is determined to be ineligible for Social Security benefits, they can file an appeal. They have to do so timely, which means the appeal must be submitted within 60 days of the written notice of the decision. And there are a few ways that they can file the appeal. One is they can go to www.ssa.gov to start the process. They can also call or visit their local Social Security office. And they can also call a 1-800 number, which is 1-800-772-1213. How does Social Security address issues surrounding Social Security fraud? The issue of fraud is very important in Social Security. It's essentially protecting the integrity of the disability program. They have a zero tolerance for fraud. That said, um, year after year, most... Um, Anybody in the DDS evaluating a case from an examiner to one of the doctors to a supervisor can at any point, if they see information that suggests the possibility of fraud or similar fault, they could refer it directly to one of our cooperative disability investigation units, which are comprised of DDS employees, um, OIG SSA employees, and local law enforcement, where they'll evaluate a case to see if it should be screened. Outside of that, any person, if they suspect disability fraud, 
can call the Social Security Administration Fraud Hotline, which goes immediately to the Inspector General's office, and that's 1-800-269-0271. Can a person work and still receive Social Security benefits? Yeah, there there are numerous rules surrounding that, but the but the short answer is absolutely a person can uh, maintain employment or begin employment and still be eligible for disability. But all of those particular decisions are all made at the Social Security uh, Administration, and there's various levels of. Um, I'll call it complexity in the, in the, in the way that they determine income and resources that really our division does not get that involved in. So when we get a case, we're making a determination based on the medical evidence. Mm-hmm. And then the case goes back to the social security office and the final decision rests with them. And they're making all the other decisions regarding whether a person, uh, you know, actually starts to receive disability benefits. How is disability determination different for a child than an adult? For both childhood and adult cases, the individual must have a medically determinable impairment that will or has lasted 12 months or will result in death. The difference between the childhood and the adult, for the adults, that impairment must also prevent them from performing substantial gainful activity. For children, we don't look at substantial gainful activity. That impairment must cause severe or marked limitations in their functional ability. A person needs to reach out to the Social Security Administration for whatever type of question they have. They can call the 1-800 number, which is 1-800-772-1213. But there's a lot of really good information uh, located on their website, not just about disability, but any type of um, situation that is being handled by Social Security. And that website is www.ssa. A transcript of today's episode is available at ood.ohio.gov forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. We're on social media at Ohio OOD. Do you have a disability? Do you want a job? We can help. OODWorks.com.